I put explosives underneath both of your chairs, and only I know the secret way to uh, disable them. Have fun, Sherlock! <laughs> You're the worst Lestrade ever. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello, and welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast. We are the United Nations of Conversation. I am Crofton Steers, your President Obama of this podcast, if you will. With me are my two co-hosts. First off, the Prime Minister Trudeau of this podcast. I'm talking about Michael Hodgins. Welcome, Mike. Good looking. That's who I am. That's right. Wait, wait. Who's Bo? Oh, I can't wait. Well, of course, Bo, uh, the Vladimir Putin of this podcast, is also here with us. Bo Schwartz. Yeah, hello. How are you, Bo? No, you got Putin pretty sweet. In, in the, three strong personalities. He's he's riding a horse shirtless. Come on. Yeah, he's an Shit. asshole. Putin? I don't I, know. No, I stole a ring. He stole the, some NBA guy with this Hall of Fame ring, went to the country, and Putin took the ring and didn't so give it back. He. Well, John Stewart says that, and I trust him as my news source over pretty much anything. I don't know if that says anything positive about me, but... <laughs> I went into this random politician generator and I just inputted all our views from the past Wait, 100 plus what? episodes of this show and it just generated Bo's Vladimir Putin we for some reason. We didn't talk about so. acquiring a random politician generator. We were on a limited budget. How much did this thing cost? Uh, it was pretty cheap. You can buy it like in any corner store. And uh, and so, yeah, you came out as Putin. Uh, Mike came out as Lenin. So I had to eliminate historical figures and then it, he came out as trudeau uh and then uh They're i came out as obama lennon and trudeau <laughs> you came out yeah. as obama yeah <laughs> uh, okay, i'm calling obama. this into question because obama is heralded by many internationally as a politician hero and yes. you have a tendency to put yourself in the position of hero or coolest person in whatever narrative you're draping your I analogy mean, over like- People like Obama, but he's also kind of, you know, a lot of people would say a lame duck president, not his own fault. That's all right. I'm a lame duck podcaster. That's totally my own fault. This thing was worth the money you paid for. lame duck? He made Obamacare. (laughs) Isn't Obamacare, like, amazing? He apparently doesn't really work that well. That's not his fault. You know what does work well? Our random topic generator. Actually, that's true. It works really well. I'll give the random topic generator that. It does its job effectively. It I generates like, topics randomly. Like Russia, was, it's effective I, at being what it is. And unlike Justin Trudeau, who's just a handsome face draped on uh, crap. Uh, <laughs> guys, I, that was a line from my random segue generator. And, uh, oh, and it was to segue us. Russia into, it will tell you when we segue. You don't get to decide. <laughs> we're segueing, segueing, random topic. Mike, please, machine. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> I like my newfound Russian powers. You hear the Russian athletes got banned from the Olympics today? Or the uh, track and field part? If no Russian athlete, then not real Olympic. No, but didn't you hear their actual response was that the international community was jealous of how good they were? This also true. Sense. See, that's not what the mainstream media will tell you, Crofton. 
<laughs> yes. Anyways, the international community very jealous of of Russia. In fact, the drug we use make our athletes worse, so that it's more even for international competition. Yes, comrade, this is also true. I apologize to our Russian fan. <laughs> um, okay, the topic today, according to the random topic generator, is prisons. Prisms prisons or prisons? Pri- well, prison. Oh, prison, like incarceration. Yeah. Okay. Like you get a lot. I was excited for a moment because I thought maybe we'd be speaking about prisms. Also, very prisms. Exciting. There's not much to say about prisms. Well, it's a random topic generator. I, they who knows why light. it does what, what it does? It come up <laughs> bullshit. I see. Prisms are bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> they only Jones. reflect light. Can't they do more? <laughs> Anyways, all right. Prisons. Yes, the place you go when you subscri- society says according to its laws and precepts. Well, certain societies. Uh, where you go when you screw up, like, uh, I don't know, steal some stuff or murder people or cheat on your taxes. And there's a difference between, before we get into this, I mean, it's splitting hairs here, but between jail and prison. Like, my understanding is it, is it um, you know, Once you go to Monopoly. You know, you, you go to jail when, you know, some cop, uh, you know, writes you a ticket for something and you give him some lip and he says, OK, buddy, you going downtown. And then he takes you to jail, which is like the drug you know, tank. In the cop shop, yeah, until your lawyer comes in and gets you released. And then you have a trial, and then you lose that trial and are sentenced, and then you go to prison. And that's the difference between jail and prison, I thought. Prison's like where like you meet Hogwarts. You meet a series of multicultural girlfriends, and then you band together in your independence. Is that – I've been watching a lot of Netflix. Oh, been, he's talking about Orange is the New Black. Isn't that what prison's like? I mean, it is prison. It is a depiction of prison. Well, and okay, like, so to touch on that, you have your different levels of prison, right? You have your minimum security, I think, I guess, mid security, and then you're in the States, super max or, you know, high security. Maximum prison. and then super max, and then probably ultra mega max, and then, like, um, I don't know, just Guantanamo Bay, probably. Yeah, and then, like, you have your, like, latest Batman movie where it's, like, the guy who was in the. The, the seller of the supermax prison for mentally ill super yeah. criminals gets released. Oh, yeah. And then he like has where they held Magneto. They held Mag- Magneto there in the end of X-Men or the beginning of X-Men 2. Okay. Guys, you, you tend you tend to mix up reality and fiction a lot on the show. So none of those things are real. Crawford's um, so happy so, to be able to say that to, to, to us because we often say that to him. So, you know, um, John Oliver's got this show uh, now on on HBO where he, he – and his clips always get shared on YouTube last week tonight. And he always says these sort of feature features on things. Like uh, he picks a topic and he does like pretty – he breaks it down. And what, one he did recently was on prisons. Um, and so it's kind of it's kind of fresh in my mind from that, uh, and of course he's coming at it with a particular angle. But the thing that is most interesting to me is is this is a topic I associate very strongly with the United States of America, because they have I I think there's some ridiculous amount of per capita people who are in prison, and they have more prison. Um, there's something like they have more prisoners, people incarcerated in the United States than there is uh, elsewhere in the world combined or something like that. Like crazy, uh, crazy. Is that amount. true? I don't know if that's true because I feel like China's got a lot of prisoners. Here, I'll, I'll Google. Well, like, while, you, guys... while you Google, let, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steer things away a bit from America specifically. 
um, and just say like, like, what is the purpose of prison? Um, why do we? What What does it do? And and my you know sense, my sort of just when I'm thinking about it, is that we remove people who are who do, don't coexist properly according to the laws that we've all you know implicitly agreed to don't coexist properly they hurt other people they do things that are disruptive to our system Committee to the extent crime. at which that we've got to separate them from our community um like because crime like the idea of crime itself like i think stuff gets inflated with right or wrong so if i take it away from right or wrong and we just say here's the social contract we don't murder one another we don't steal from one another we don't I don't know. Those are the two big ones. We pay our taxes, let's say. Um, we contribute to our community. If we don't, um, since exile, I don't think is a thing in a lot of countries. I mean, exile is a commonly considered country. <laughs> what are you getting at? <laughs> what I'm getting at is that it's a place we put people who don't work within our rule. It's like yeah, we I mean, you could have just said, like, I agree. Yeah, it's punishing people. Punish the... I, and, I don't even think so. I think punishment implies that you're trying to change somebody for a bad action. I no, think, I think it's. I think that's rehabilitation, and that's the conversation around prisons. Because I think there is punishment, and then there is rehabilitation. And I think a lot of people would argue that pun, uh, that prison is m- mostly punishment uh, because uh, it's like you've done something bad. Your privileges in society are revoked. You have to go and live in this cage. And that's that. And depending on the society you live in, because in your right to take it away from the U.S. And, and I mean, Crofton's point is well taken. The U.S. is like the prime example of like the way to do prisons as punishment. Like I, you go there, you're locked up, you know, with a bunch of other people who are locked up. Conditions are not good. You're not given opportunities. And when you're released, you're like you're just back on the streets and likely to reoffend because you've been given no skills to cope with your new situation or or the, or identify the reasons why you committed crimes in the first place etc cetera, etc cetera. see i take and, issue uh, with that word punishment because but it, like it, it, punishment like you you're right you're using it correctly if you do something wrong you are punished for it i think my issue is that it's a social contract like this isn't about right or wrong this is about what's good for the group and i think a lot of us lose sight of that we're like for me putting people into prison is about removing those undesirables and that we shouldn't be in the industry of punishing people who dares to, you know, punishment implies a higher authority punishing a lesser authority. It doesn't work the other way. And but it, that's exactly what laws are about. It's, it's giving authority to the state to dole out punishment and it's reined in. I mean, you know, it used to be in this country and still in several where it's like your punishment is death for some things. Um, and, and again, so like that slow change in, in the way we deal with crim- criminals as societies, I think, is that between that just punishing and um, and rehabilitating. And I think, you know, a lot of uh, societies are trying to move towards the rehabilitation model as opposed to just the punishment model. And, um, and I think that's often the issue with, with prisons. Like, like, should they be these these places where... You don't want to go there because, like, are they a deterrent, right? You don't want to go there because they're horrid places where you're just going to have to, you know, survive a few years in and then get out and try to rebuild your life. Or are they places where, you know, your privileges in society have been revoked and you're going to have some opportunities to identify what your problems were, why you did these things, why you shouldn't do those things, and what opportunities you might have when you get out to choose a different path. 
And I, I think maybe modern prisons <laughs> are more apt to have programming and opportunities for education and things like that, whereas more antiquated prisons are just like, you're just going to suffer for a while. It's punishment for your crime. So I, w- I wasn't totally on here with my stats earlier, but I was pretty close. So incarceration in the U- United States, uh, the U.S. has the largest prison population in the world, second highest per capita incarceration rate. Um and uh, so about in 2013, 698 of 100,000 were inca- uh, incarcerated. And if you look at the list, so the, the U.S. has 2,217,000 people in prison. Uh, and, in, and then the next is China, which has 1,657,000. Um, and then uh, – The population difference, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. It's so who was the highest – you said they were second highest per capita. So who's high? Uh, yeah, it's it's funny because it's one of those. Um, uh, so it's the Seychelles or whatever, <laughs> which has what? a, 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 pop, a total population, the country of ninety two thousand and seven hundred thirty five are in prison. That's so funny. It's, seen- it's because it's so. It's like if you had a country of ten people and two of them were in jail or whatever, like you would probably have the highest per capita in the world, right? So it it it's crazy. But like I I look down the list and if you add up all of them, like probably the top two countries, like United States and China together, would be equal to all the rest of the countries combined or bigger. Um, so uh, it, clearly it's they're pretty- big into prison, and, and you're not wrong to say when we think about prisons, the states is like you know. And they're in pop culture a lot. Like I dropped Orange is the New Black. But I can think of like the Shawshank, Break. Shawshank Redemption, Prison Break. Um, what the do you escape call it? From uh, the place that's in San Francisco. Alcatraz. 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 Um, uh, there's uh, yeah, there's a bunch of those those like Prison Break. Even um, recently, what was that movie I watched? Uh, the, the, uh, the you know the one that. Um, about prison? Was it about prison? It was about prison. You smart ass. <laughs> no, but what's the uh, the hotel one? Budapest Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, yeah, there's a giant prison break scene in that movie as well. Yeah, like, there's awesome. prison. Bre- there's prison stuff in 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 Dead Man Walking with Sean Penn is mm-hmm. like um, about the death penalty in prison stuff. There's so much pop culture uh, surrounding uh, surrounding prison, and it's so big. It's so big in Americans' imagination. And you guys are right to discuss this sort of like. I think that the issue with the uh, prison in the states there's tons of them but but one is really what mike and bo were discussing with regards to uh what is that what is that balance because i do think and on this show i'm often that guy who's in the mushy middle who's like well i don't believe in changing the whole system but you know like there's a way to make work within the system and, and this is another one of those situations where i feel like that i feel like like you know i don't want to go to to prison and there's a lot of people who are wrongly incarcerated and there's a lot of issues with prisons. But I think that there's ways that they can, you know, help rehabilitate. And in the rare cases of like super violent people, you know, you need to put them somewhere because I don't believe in the death penalty. So what there? What if there are people that are just crazy violent? They need to they need to go somewhere. Right. This is, so the, this, I, this is the weird issue that I sort of have with prison because um, like we're like. Ultra violent, like 
I guess it's just that we don't have a place that we can exile people to because like why Australia doesn't it make more like it doesn't it make more sense isn't it more cost effective just for the tribe to say you're really fucking with us so you leave like but you know I mean but no instead send them some other country like thanks well let's talk about something very constructive about prison is that it's extremely inhumane torture I mean, the fact is, the conversation is, well, we don't kill people. We're a democracy. We respect life. So we stick life in the most horrendous of conditions for decades and feel feel good about ourselves. We're like, that, that's good deterrent. This is not, we're not being, you know, cruel in any way by putting people into a box for their well, life. Well, I think the idea of deterrent as an effective way to stop crime, I think most people are like, this is not an effective way to stop crime. I mean, the, the death penalty being a prime example of that that's been around for a lot. People still commit crimes and are sentenced to the death penalty. It doesn't stop you, nor does prison stop okay, people but from like, committing crime. The fact that prison exists hasn't stopped people from committing crimes. So it, it's not, that's not what it's there for. Like, I mean, really, and but you the way said you it was punishment, and punishment has that chilling effect of being also, like, when I got punished, I got tired of getting punished, like as a child. So I modified my behavior based on the way my parents raised me. And so I think there are people who do believe that. And it's up well, for debate whether it's that, effective or not. Yeah, believe that deterrence work. I mean, I think that just looking at like like statistics, especially when you look at those U.S. statistics, it's not really effective. And I think if you take a step back again and be like, okay, it's like, punishment for whatever crimes are broken and i think the 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 kind of higher level question is you know like these are issues or these are problems in our society crimes problem in our society and to be like and how how do you deal with it right now there's like this this is the simple way which is like someone commits a crime you punish them put them in prison and that's like a a traditional kind of conservative tough on crime sort of policy which a lot of people would agree with and maybe it's Maybe that's the right thing to do. Uh, but then – and then there's the other, which is a far more complex thing of like what is the root of crime? Why do, why do people commit crimes? And then so it, it, again, if you're looking at the, the problem, the core problem being that crimes are committed and people are hurt, whatever, uh, what is the best method to address that problem? And, and, and I guess some people would say like prison and I would say and a lot of people say like this maybe this is not this is not actually addressing the problem. It's just punishing people, but yet we're we're not you're not stymieing the flow. And I think that you know a lot of a lot of democracies are starting to get behind the idea of rehabilitation as ways to stop reoffending and realizing that prisons are not just punishment or shouldn't be, but that the root of the root of the this problem crime is not is not just like someone is bad or or whatever might be situational it might be any number of things and when you talk about like the issue of the you know the crazy violent and you think of psychopaths who can't be reasoned with and things like like that you know and there are those that segment of society but for the most part someone like that probably has serious mental problems like when you like you're probably a sociopath if you can't feel empathy and you know and 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 if you have those mental problems rehabilitation and punishment are not you're not necessarily going to understand them in the way they're well you're not going to understand them but again is that the response like if this if if we if we were to agree that, that someone who is like psychotically violent um has mental problems is this locking them up? I mean, it's one way to deal with them is lock them in a hole until they die. 
And in other ways, maybe maybe they should be treated with drugs or therapy and monitored. And maybe there's a way to figure out what's like what, what is their underlying mental condition. Maybe it can be treated. And, I think you know that's I, like the mushy. That's like the the touchy feely kind of like we can all get at the root. And I don't know that's the proper way, but it's a. But it, what you draw on is like that the prison is um, a solution to a problem, which in the and and it, it's a in a way it's a one. If size fits all solution in the sense that you have different criminals and we talk violent offenders you got greedy bastards that's job you know that screw people out of money but really are not violent you've got like you know all sorts of different crimes um and then the judge when when sentencing comes has various options but it's not really that many options like there's stuff like community service and then there's stuff like you know i sentence you to this sort of rehabilitation or or this sort of program um i sentence you to death depending on 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 where you are and then of course there's i you know i sentence you to prison for x amount of time right um and uh and and i find like like so that's like the toolkit to that a judge and 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 the the society has given them in terms of dealing with with problem offenders prison is one tool in the toolkit and i think like i i'm sort of agreeing with a lot of what you guys have said like that that's that bo is absolutely right like in terms of cruel treatment, like uh, you, you want your prisons to be of a certain standard, even though you're dealing you're dealing with humans here, even if these humans are guilty of heinous crimes. And I think there is a big discrepancy throughout the world in terms of the quality of the prison. Um, you know, you, there's there's probably some horrific prisons out there, and then there's some. I like to think that the the main prisons in this country are are at least you know regulated to a, a certain level of decency. Um, but but at the same point, you've got um, you've got uh, to to have some sort of deterrent, uh, and and I think that that uh, that even a prison with like yard time, exercise time, activities, all this sort of stuff, um, I always think of the prison in the Shawshank Redemption for some reason, even though that's like a period piece and probably completely out of context. I, 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 even that, I think like people don't want to be there. You don't want to be limited. Um, you don't want to be imprisoned. You don't want to be told you can't see the world. You can't explore. You, you can only see your friends and family for X amount of period of time. So this is always going to be a, a deterrent. It's just, I think there has to be some sort of restraint in how it's used because, I do agree that the most Bose ex- exile idea, the most practical way is probably killing people. It's being like, this guy is crazy. He's done a heinous crime. It's going to cost a lot of money. It's going to take a lot of time to fix him. We should just kill him. You know, that, that'll, that'll get, we'll give the government the power to, to kill him. And then that'll save us all the time and and we know he's been punished and all that but i don't know i don't agree with that and the death penalty is a whole different different issue and if you don't agree with the death penalty and you don't necessarily agree with like integrating these people with society and you don't have a magical island that you can stick them on what do you do you know you got to put them in prison yeah i i'm i like i mean exile is just not practical in our global world because whoever wherever you're exiling people there's another nation there it's going to take issue with it not but, antarctica <laughs> Um, my sense is that like I know exile is not practical, but here's how it stacks up. But, like, this is the whole issue that I have with the conversation, which is like there's 
ideas of right and wrong. There's ideas of crime and punishment. You and the, there's idea that you on some level were bad. When I think the mature th- way to look at this is that belonging to a country means you've agreed to a set of rules, and when you violate those rules, you know we've determined that there's a price to be paid, right? And but the thing is that those prices change, and like where do we have that conversation where we can say? That's, you know, that's not a price that we want to extract from our citizens. The simple fact that when I think about taking a, let's take a violent criminal and we say, let's incarcerate him for 40 years. Let's make him suffer. Let's pay for it. Why not just put him down? You know, and, 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 and anyone who's a family of, has had a, vict- a family member just murdered for no effing reason. Like, I don't see why, you know. <laughs> I don't see why we put that person in a prison and let them even still live. Like, I... I alternatively you know maybe for less heinous crimes ideally we just say sorry you you don't fit in here you're not following the rules so i'm not going to be an asshole and put you in a box i'm just going to allow you to go see you later you don't fit in here we don't want you here goodbye and maybe that's tantamount to death but a person has a chance on their own whereas if they're in a box they're in a box and, and given the state of prisons, they're probably being mistreated or part of a gang continuing to perpetuate the same antisocial behavior that they had in the first place. The issue I have is making this conversation about right or wrong. It's a question of how do we keep everyone safe? How do we keep everybody in the society a rule respecter and take out those people who say they want to be here but don't behave like they want to be here? Just before Mike goes in with a longer answer, I'll, I'll say my issue and my main issue with the death penalty is that you're giving the government the power to decide who lives or dies. And and I already like the last electoral campaign in Canada. One of the big discussions was the conservatives were running on a tough on crime. Life means life approach. This was one of their platforms. They were opening a conversation on the, those sort of issues. Um so, I mean, it, it is when you vote, you have it. That is one of the things you're talking about. You're talking about crime and punishment. And, uh, yeah, I, I would never want the government I to think be able I can, to decide who gets to live and who gets to die. I think I can still be a liberal and still argue pro B capital punishment. Like, I don't, I don't, I, that conversation where people get painted that way, I think is false because I don't think. It's you know, not false. I'm not saying you're a conservative. I never said that. I said I, that, I, that they were advocating yeah. for that in the election. That's. I'm saying that you just you just complained that we don't have this discussion when we do have this discussion during an election campaign. Yeah, but that's it's a very linear one. It's like it's the conservative. Like I, to me that I'm not going to vote conservative just because they're pro. You know, well, tough but, on crime, okay, right? Like, I want to take it back a little bit because it, um, I, I think the reason that. The idea of capital punishment might feel satisfying to some people and or maybe practical in terms of costs and things. And the same way that a prison is because it's satisfying because it, 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 it operates at the emotional level, right? Like it's like so someone did something, but someone killed someone, especially if, you're, if they're related to you. It's a natural human instinct to want vengeance. Like put I want to see them killed. Like that is supernatural. Like, like uh, well, not supernatural, <laughs> but it's a very natural thing. And I mean, if I imagine anyone in my family and, you know, getting killed, I would, you know, I'm a, I'm a human being like anyone else. Like, you know, I'd blood for like blood. to see that person dead. But that's an emotional response. And is that the best way to deal with the, the problem, uh, a I, problem like crimes in society? Wait, let, let me, I'm about to get to, to something here. 
and what it comes down to is it like we talked about a lot of stuff on the, on on this we talk about a lot of stuff on this on this show including something like good and evil and we talked about that and we i think all kind of agreed and i think this is a truth about the world that things are not black and white or simple so it's simple if you just live in a world where you know people are bad and you put bad people in prison or you send them away or they kill them like that's simple like the reality is complex so why does someone commit a crime what are the reasons for that it's very complicated and it's not easily dealt with. Right. And, and I guess my point is that prisons and and those kind of deterrence-based or vengeance-based uh, reactions to crime are ones that are emotional. So people feel sort of satisfied with them. But what the problem is, they don't address the, the real issues, which is like, why do people murder people? Um, and, and I mean, and these might have like, you know, really muddy answers that are unclear. Or why do people commit crime? But, but a lot of there is like a lot of study which you know looks at cycles of poverty per se, for, for example of uh, a lack of opportunities which drive people towards crimes like these are the roots right. of, of why we have a lot of people in prison it's not just because they're all dumb yeah. and, and idiots yeah. uh, but the thing is addressing addressing those problems is, it can't be done with prisons which is- like it can't and Which it's is why com- I, I, I'm, I'm underscoring when I bring this up is that it's not about engaging in vengeance and it's not about who gives a crap, just kill them. It's social. It's putting people in prison is cruel. Like what is more cruel, killing yeah, but you or were saying, putting them in prison like, for long periods of but, time? But again, like, I mean, the, 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 what you were talking about was that like, you know, okay, we have a social contract. These people have violated. You don't fit in here. See you later. And and again, that's like it's not. I'm not even saying that that's wrong because ultimately, uh, you know, maybe I'm a bit airy fairy where I'm like, let's get at the root causes of these problems and try to address them there. And maybe the reality is that there just will always be a portion of the population which will commit crimes no matter what opportunities are given. That may be true. I don't know that it is, uh, but if it is, then maybe you will always have to have prisons. I personally believe, and I like to believe that we can we can understand. Uh, human nature and society is better than that and that we can try to work at the at the issues and i think some people would say cost you know you know like that's how do you even start tackling the root causes of all crime like i mean it's it's i don't even know where you start it's it's a big problem but i i just feel like just because the problem is hard doesn't mean it's not it doesn't need to be tackled you know and uh and i just think that prisons are just a simple way of being like okay you know, if someone gets murdered, put them in prison. Okay, we don't kill people anymore. Problem solved. And it's like, well, no, problem not solved because there's always murdered. Uh, you know, even in countries with low murder rates like Canada, there people get murdered, you know, in most major cities every year. It's always happening. And um, I don't know that we get rid that we can stop it by getting at root causes. But again, I feel like what's the purpose of prison? And in the end, it's just to punish people. And like, so I want to talk about... But but look, you can't. Well, okay. Let me just. Well, let let us jump in, and sure. Yeah, because yeah, I I just wanted to return. I just wanted to turn it because I had this one thought because I know I'm taking an airy fairy stance here, and uh, it's not necessarily my stance. And I know that there's some reality of practicalities here, and uh, I think Crofton, you often you often find yourself in the kind of that sort of place in that we're not in a position to address all the root issues of crime and eliminate. That's not the way things are now. So there is some like level of, 
um, balance. And what I was going to say is I, used, I, was, I was thinking about the idea of debtor's prison, which was a thing, right? And it used to be that when people, um, you know, went bankrupt or couldn't pay their loans, you'd, they would go to prison. Uh, and and then I think it, the reason that doesn't you don't do that anymore is because it doesn't make sense. You know, like someone like someone owes me debt, I want restitution, and then and then the the judge is like, well, they've got no money or assets, and it's like, well, damn it, put them in jail, and then they put them in jail, and then the state has to pay for this person to, uh, you know, eat and be housed and. And uh, and then they they still don't their debt's not forgiven. So when they release them, they still have no way to pay back the debt. So they go back in debtor's prison. So that was clearly like, and they used to be that that's how they tried to deal with bankruptcy. It didn't make any sense, so it got changed, right? And I think that that probably we'll see more things like that happening as sort of prison and correctional services evolve over time, and we try to find more practical solutions to a given crime. That was what I. Well, no, I, I think you made your point clear. Like, de- definitely, when you have okay, so you have a a giant mass of people. As soon as you have, say, all of humanity, you're gonna have you're gonna have people that are gonna commit crimes. A certain percentage, you're gonna have a certain percentage that will never commit crimes. Then, of that percentage, you're gonna have a certain percentage that are mentally ill. Then you're gonna have a certain percentage that are just assholes. And then, then you know, of that, you're gonna you're gonna have some that are correct assholes that will change their ways, and then you'll have some assholes that won't change their ways of that percentage. And then you're gonna have some psychotics who can be helped, and then you're gonna have some psychotics who won't be. And then you're gonna have of that a hundred percent of people who committed crimes, a percentage in which can be those crimes could could have been prevented for different reasons, uh, addressing the root causes of a lot of them and all that. But like you know, they're. Of 100% of the population, there's going to be a certain percentage that are crazy or that are just greedy assholes or that are whatever. Like, crimes are always going to happen. You can reduce them, which I think is great, and I think you can address a lot of those root causes. But when the crimes do happen, what, you know, what do you do at that, at that point? And, and it kind of sucks because I don't like prisons. Like, I don't like anything really about them except maybe – prisons and movies and tv shows but i don't like i don't want to visit a prison i don't really want to go to prison i don't want any of my friends and family to go to prison i just don't like i don't like prisons so when a topic like this comes up i really don't want to be in in the position of trying to defend it it's just it's just for me i look at all the options on the table when you get certain types of offenders and prison seems to fit for some of them and it's just a matter of like I, I feel like there's so much wrong with it in the States. And if you watch the John Oliver piece, he goes through it and how like there's for profit stuff going on left and right. And, and the whole system is completely corrupt and broken. Um, and so the practicality of prisons in, in, in the country that has the most of them is, is all, is all wonky. But in theory, the concept of prisons is something that as a tool well, for a judge or something like that, I don't like mind. The, the state, like I agree with everything you said. Like I don't. Same here. I, I don't have much involvement in my life with prisons. I feel like they're crappy places, and I don't. So I'd rather prefer not to think about them. I think maybe they are benefiting me in some way indirectly that I don't see. In that, if we've at least incarcerated some assholes that you know we don't want walking around, then maybe I didn't have to bump into one in my life because they were taken out of our society. Um, I think I think the state sort of shows 
it's not that I don't think it, it condemns prisons. I think it just condemns things like like there's a sliding scale as to what our contract is about the rules. So drugs being a big issue in the states, possession, distribution. Um, a lot of people are incarcerated for these things, and a lot of debate around is that like they're incarcerated for no good reason. That the problem is with the states application of what is acceptable behavior within the country change that and then you change the population of prisons and also the fact that there are private interests you know which we haven't gotten into that you know there can be private companies i don't think in canada but definitely in the states who run for-profit enterprises based on prisons so um the issue here though for me the big takeaway about prisons is that it is cruel like the people who are in them may have done things in their life that make it so it, they're deserving in some way, perhaps, to be there. And certainly I may have had a benefit from having people removed from my immediate surroundings who would otherwise be dangerous to me or those I love in some way, directly or indirectly. I can't, I can't be happy about this topic. I can't speak about it and say, like, yes... Prisons are a positive social force. We've figured things out, um, so they they make I feel very uncomfortable too about them. To say one one thing uh, about them that I had forgotten earlier, which is when, when talking about the sort of tools um, and giving the state the power with regards to life or death, the thing and the fact that mistakes are made in sentencing all the time and that. Things are found out later and people are released or whatever. Um, I, I think one thing about prisons is that it while you can never get back the time that you've lost, it it's essentially when 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 you kill somebody, you're making a a there that's a, a, a choice, a decision that can never be undone. And I'm not saying you can give someone back the time, but you can you can at least release them from prison if something it allows you the option of fixing a, a mistake that you may have that as a collective or as a state that you may have made you're right? paying a price i suppose right rather than paying it in blood you're p- paying it in years like it, yeah like, it's, it's bad like, it, like to society both of them are punishments but one is a punishment that you cannot change afterwards you know whereas yeah. the other one is like you can be like all right here you go and here's you know you're going to sue us now and we're going to give you money for this time that you you know spent yeah. so I it's mean, it, in, in that way um if you think about it, it that a, way like you've created a debt for yourself by breaking the rules and that you know you don't have money to pay back there's no amount of money that's going to pay it back so prison will pay it back i guess you know it's just it's like I don't like to look at it as punishment. I like to look at it with because I like to look at it with like what's its purpose? Like what is it? What does it do? Because punishment that's for dictator. Like you brought up Mike earlier. Like oh, dictators have you know blah blah blah. And I'm like this is democracy. The theory is we're all in this together. And yes, there's you know social studies about how the state is this other thing that we're subservient to. But to me, the idea is that. Let's say the three of us form our own country. We're all peers. We all have this debate and conversation about how we carry things out, except on a scale. So we have millions of people performing these functions in our society. So it's not about punishing people. No one wants to punish. We want to have, we want to protect the people who agree to live with us, and we want to, you know, make sure. I just think. I mean, you're going on about that, and I'm just like, but it's clearly to punish people, and. 
I mean, you may not like the idea of it, but that's what it is. And, and even when you state it all out, like, you know, it's like, oh, well, they've broken these rules and blah, blah, blah. And it comes down to, like, they punish them. And, and This is a perspective and, like, thing. You may view it that way. I do not. Like, I, well, what you, you say makes you sense. Say and people can say, oh, we're punishing people. I disagree. That's not how I choose to view it. I like the repayment model. You've, you've indebted to yourself to your community, so you, you have to earn it back. But it's never a question of right or wrong. It's a question of you made an agreement, you made a promise, you broke your promise. It's not about right or wrong in that sense. And that's empowering not only to our society, but it's empowering to criminals. Because having a label put on you as an evil convict, which, by the way, when you go to prison, well, when you get convicted of a crime... It's hard to get a job even because you have to wear that label on you. And it may say convicted felon, but what it means to a lot of people is someone who was bad or evil and was punished. And that is what I don't like about that language is the fact yeah, is, and, you know. In those right, well, there's a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot you can say of the problems that ex-cons face. And John Oliver says them in this segment. Man, I plunk that guy so often this episode. But yeah. but one thing that Bo made me think of as well is is um, other countries because um, uh, when when it's not when he's saying it's it, something is not necessarily about right or wrong. It's because a um, a law is not necessarily right or wrong or even just. Um, any city or, or nation or or whatever can can um, a create could create a law, and and it does not necessarily mean that that law is just. So you have these countries that people in the let's say enlightened West will look at as. Uh, countries that are maybe um, third world countries or countries that are that are under the rule of a despot or or a dictatorial system like and like Iran or people would even point to Russia and say certain things and then it's like who are incarcerated there well you know like the people that go to prison are like you you hear the term political prisoners uh, China is another uh, big example of the people that are in prison aren't necessarily the people that we're thinking about when we're having um, these conversations. And then uh, on one hand, I'm glad that they're not dead, these people that shouldn't even be necessarily in prison to begin with. Uh, and then on the, on the other hand, like the, the prisons as a tool are being used for completely different things in some countries than they are used for in a democratic uh, country where it's more like about you know protecting people and punishing those who committed heinous crimes. Um, I mean, we, it's funny like when you, you bring up the like you know you think of China and, and like political dissidents who end up in prison, and it kind of like raises in you know my head you know and I'm trying to come back to like root issues uh, as like when I think of prisons like I think what they what they tell us is that we have problems in our society like we the, the the existence of prisons is like ongoing examples of how we've not matured as a, as a society and we have a lot of work to do that's the way i tend to think of it and depending on the country you look at you know so if you say like oh people in china there might be you you could go to jail because you're um uh political dissident and you could say well those that's the laws of those of that country you know and they violated them whatever they go there and in the States, a lot of people, you know, if you broke it down, you could say a lot of people in the States are in prison because they're poor. And that's real. like, that's ultimately the reason. You could say, or like, black. What? Yeah. Or black. Well, right. But those things are tied in the States, right? It's not, they're not 
distinct. Uh, and and this comes right. And this this stuff is in the states, particular is still linked to slavery. And um, you know, like those roots run deep, and and the problems are still there because they've never been dealt with. Uh, so to be like you're in prison because you're poor, and, and you might say like, oh, you're in prison because you stole something. It's like, well, why did you steal something? Like, well, I'm poor. I've got, I don't have anything, you know. And it's like, or I've been driven to crime. Like that's what it for me. What it comes down to. It's not like these people have broken the social contract or this or that. It's it's prison is symptomatic of the the problems or is examples of the problems we have in our societies of like poverty or or people whose lives are miserable and, and they're driven to do things. And to, so, like, okay, I mean, I'm almost ready to give a verdict. I don't know about you guys, but this is this is one we always have to have a pre-conversation of, like, how we're doing the verdicts in this. Because I feel like we're all going to say, like, prisons are bad. Uh, but we clearly, from this discussion, don't all agree on... You know, I'm 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 not going to assess the the the, the facilities the, the the average standard on facilities. Like for me, it's going to be what is its role in society? Like what does a prison do? That's what I'm going to give a verdict on. The idea of its role in our in societies in general. I don't know if anyone else has. Yeah, any thoughts I still on think. We, yeah, it's just interesting because we have such. We all have kind of different um, angles of looking at this. Which again, to me, just signals this is a complex issue, as so many are. Um, anyways, okay, so this is very complex, but I think we're ready to do verdict. So let's just uh, let's just roll with it, everyone. Um, where are the sheep? There they are. Order, I say. Order in the court. Order in the court, everyone. I'll- who wants to go first? I'll go first. Um, and, and, and I thought this was an interesting conversation. Like, I mean, it, it, it is interesting, and luckily not one of the three of us have had to deal with prisons. And it'd be interesting to hear from somebody who has a little inside knowledge. But uh, for the three of us, like, I, I, I think that we have sort of viewed this through different prisms, to use a word from earlier this episode um my uh my take i'm pretty sure i used the word like tool about five different times it's like a tool something you could use and bo uh used um the term like uh uh talked about society and as a, a, a as a exile from society and, and this sort of thing breaking the code and all that he used language like that and mike mike use language about like addressing the root causes and 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 root causes and uh of uh, uh, so that prisons aren't ne- necess- necessary and this sort of thing so i and i think all three of the points and everything around them were valid and i i i kept dropping john oliver's name if you were drinking you would be really drunk if you took a shot every time said john oliver but like in his segment he talked about a bunch of stuff that we didn't even talk about on the, on this show because it's such a loaded a loaded topic. And every once in a while, we get into these situations where we're talking about something, and I I keep thinking of different things and uh, of problems associated to the topic, and I want to do away with it. I want to get rid of it because I don't like it, and I don't really like anything surrounding it. But I can't think of a replacement. And Mike will often say things along the lines of like, just because you can't think of something doesn't mean that like somebody won't think of something eventually that will fix this situation. And I 
and he may be right, but I really just can't see how to get away from prisons. Um, in, in in that way, I think that they they could be again an effective tool. But it, it, the world is using them in such fucked up fashions. The states, uh, all these political dissidents in other countries, you know, poor people, um, none of the greedy bastards going to jail. Like they're just being so badly used that that any sort of redeeming feature and the fact that they do exist um, – it, 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 and the peace of mind that Bo touched on, that they also kind of give me, makes me want to say what makes me want to say that they're they're just bullshit. But I feel like there's so much negative associated with them now that I have to say that they're bad. So for me, until they fucking fix the prison system, I'm gonna say prisons are bad. Dude, you gotta like. You know, save those words. They're my I, cues. I, I think the sound engineer needs to be fired. I, I generally make my verdicts pretty clear. So. Well, yeah, okay. Um, well, well, I'll I'll deliver feedback to the sound engineer who made that mistake. Um, but yeah, nice verdict. Um, I'll I'm gonna go next. I'll, we'll let Mike uh, take up the uh, closing arguments here. Um, so I think I got a lot of what I had to say about prisons out on the show. I just. I think that, you know, I don't I think I came across a little bit pro capital punishment and I hope I hope people don't take who are listening don't take that away cuz I don't necessarily think it's a preferable solution. I just think that you know, prison, the idea of it, it's like the opposite of Disneyland, you know, where like maybe you want to go to some sweet awesome place and have fun and forget your problems. It's like nothing but problems. You can get shanked and you're going to, you know, um you have to like poo in public and you got a shower and there's cavity searches and there's abusive people guards other prisons um or you're just lonely and broken like it just seems horrible it's it's so horrible that i wonder if a lot of prisoners just don't want to die like how do they keep going living without anything like it's it's terrible and yes maybe what they've done is terrible but you know the whole point of not having capital punishment is because like we want to be, you know, a blood for blood isn't a way to approach things. It's more in line with Mike, where it's like, let's find out what the root causes are and try to work to prevent this as a society. And prison seems like maybe a step to seg- uh, to put people there for a little bit until we figure out how to solve the problem. Except I don't think we're solving any problems. I think we put people to get there and that feels like solution enough. And And my sense of prisons is that it's really cruel and inhumane um, treatment of a person, maybe not on the level of death, but maybe in some cases pretty damn comparable. So um, for that reason, I'm going to say that prisons are bad. We need to do better. I'm, I'm not saying I have the answer, but <clears throat> we haven't arrived. It's not a solution that we've arrived I at. do feel like, I mean, the reason why I was like, we need to contextualize how we give these verdicts because this is going to be, look, I'll go out and just say, I'm also saying prisons are bad. <laughs> but like some, you know, in, to some extent, I feel like Bo, he's like, I don't like prisons for what they are, but I feel like people do bad things. They should go to prison. So in the sense, and Crofton being like their tool you know, in the sense that, like, they're they're good in the sense that they're a way to, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. It's like it's like how do you deal with bad people? Well, I can't think of anything else but prison. 
I'm not saying I even disagree with that because I can't think of anything else necessarily. Uh, so it's a you know to give it say like, but they're bad still. Um, well, you can, just, you can okay. cane them. We didn't talk about caning, which is a punishment. Look, <laughs> in the end, what I'm saying is it's interesting to be like, yeah, it's it's the best tool we have to deal with criminals, but they're bad. And it's like, well, no. I mean, in some ways, I'm like, well, you know, you know, it's the only way we have to deal with criminals. It should be good because you got to deal with criminals. I mean. And, and Crofton contextualizes stuff in the sense that we all have different views on it. And that's very true and correct, which is why we can all come at bad and be justified in that, um, in that response. It just looks weird from the outside. So for me, you know, the reason prisons are bad and, and um, you know, I talked about it in the thing, it, it's, what they are are symptoms of the problems in our society. Like the fact that they exist show us that, like, we got problems, like big problems and uh and i mean there are lots of people who are working to try to solve them but they're complex they will take generations to solve uh but ultimately they're bad just because like we don't know how to make a world in which a segment of the population can't you know has to commit crimes to just get through life like we we can't figure that world out that's bad you know what i mean Uh, and it's like i don't have the solutions and yes i'm like you know someone else might figure them out one day but the point is it's just it's bad you know and and, uh sorry i gotta fire this guy you can can do it again but i mean for me it's it's like sound engineers just every time you say the word bad the you know well you can't do it every time and just you know driving the point home but for me again it comes back to the fact like you know not that we're ever going to achieve utopia. It's not probably possible. But the fact that you have a large portion of people in prison in the United States and this country because they're poor uh, or don't have access to education, like that's why they're in prison when you follow back. That's the reason. And that's something we can solve. And so for me, it's bad for beyond, you know, it's like I wouldn't like to go there personally. Like That's not why they're bad. They're bad because we can't figure out our fucking social problems even when we know some of the root causes of them. Anyway. So there you have it. Three bads. We have sent prisons to the prison of bad verdicts. Uh, (laughs) And uh, there they will join the sound engineer. Um, If you want to share your uh, view on prison, especially if you're on the inside and you want to, you want me to put a file in a cake and send it to you or whatever. Well, you can reach us at good, bad bull at gmail.com. You can uh, also follow us on Facebook, slash uh, GoodBadBull. GoodBadBull.com is where all our episodes are, by the way. Um, we hope that you will like us on uh, Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, at uh, GoodBadBull. Also, we're on iTunes. You can subscribe. You can subscribe on Stitcher. Uh, just listen to our show. Tell all your friends how awesome it is. Make them listen or, or tell them that they'll go to jail or something if they don't listen. That's probably a false promise. Prison, not jail. Prison, prison. Not jail. Well, they could go to either, whatever. Incarcerate. I don't care. Um, and uh, yeah, you can also all <laughs> all of us. You can follow us individually. So let's uh, let's start with Mike. Mike, uh, if people want to follow you, how, how can they do that? Uh, they can use Twitter at ML Hodgins. Follow me there. That, that's right, because he's out of Twitter jail, which is apparently a real thing if you tweet too much. Um, and Bo, if they want to. Uh, 
Uh, follow you. You can, you can follow me at Bo Schwartz. And I'd like to put this a disclaimer out here on Crofton's offer. If you send in mail asking, you know, because maybe in some minimum security prison, you get to listen to good, bad, or bullshit to help you pass the months and years away while you listen. We're very happy to have you li- as listeners, but we're not going to actually mule anything in for you. So, you know. Just, just dis- disclaimer there, because I don't want Extend I don't want someone to, like, to come out and be like, "You didn't send me that file, and now I'm coming to get you." But no, they might come for anyway. They'll be like, "You're good, bad, or bullshit." Bullshit. This is Jimmy the Shank. I heard <laughs> your verdicts were bad. Shank. Well, I spent 30 years in prison, and I have some good friends here. <laughs> so when I get out, you, you dissed my life. house. I dissed your house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thanks for the file. Um. <laughs> yeah. Why did you send him a file? <laughs> Fucking stay away, uh, Jimmy the Shake. We're sorry. We're just people, man, trying to make our way in the world like you. That's one of those things. It's like you do wonder if people like in the Shawshank Redemption, I, the old guy Red. I think it's this is spoilers for like a twenty-year-old movie, or not. I'm not sure if his red is Morgan Freeman, but there's an older guy who got released and then he hangs himself because he, he had the bird, the little bird guy. Yeah, yeah, little bird library dude. He couldn't handle it outside or whatever because he's used to being in the prison. And so, like, yeah, you see, like, prisons are good. They structure your life. You get you get to meet a lot of good friends. Well, when we talked about jobs, <laughs> when we talked about jobs recently, uh, we ta- I talked about I have some people like them because they give them their life purpose, and I think. Some people like find purpose in weird places, and I think you could end up finding purpose in a prison and being like, "Oh man, I kind of like it here." I think that happens. Uh, I mean, it's probably not super often. I can't believe we didn't even talk about the cost, like the actual dollars costs, dollar money costs. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, I try, but when talking about it, I was trying to say like, you know, we have uh, a tons of issues that there are because there really are a ton of issues. Yeah. Try it, but I didn't want to get into the micro. I like the big picture stuff that you guys were talking about. I think there's more interesting than yeah, they're expensive. Yeah. But it, but they was than they were. Was it. Britain's solution of like send them to Australia? Like, <laughs> that's exactly what they did until they're like, oh well. And well, you can now follow we can me send... at Steers oh, on yeah. Twitter. Well, I was thinking because I'm like, well, what would we do? Yeah, follow Crofton at Crofton Steers on Twitter. What would we do if we didn't have prisons and we can't exile people because every place on the earth is now owned by a country who would not appreciate it except maybe like Antarctica? And like we could shoot them into space and make them live on the moon. <laughs> like we could build a, a prison colony on the moon where they could. We could free- call it Moon Australia. <laughs> moon Australia. <laughs> moon Australia. See, the thing is, it's funny though, yeah, because Bo was like, yeah, let's exile. I think I always say this when we're talking about these big topics. If you break down humanity and you start from zero, how long before you do the same things that other people have done? And honestly, I'm sure like I'd be like, yeah, I don't want to do prisons. I don't want to do prisons because you know that i don't like what happened with prisons but like we would end up doing prisons like it's just one of those things that would would happen You'd say like, austria in every possible parallel universe australia is a thing basically uh, well th- there's a yeah there's some sort of prison world <laughs> there's, all, there's always a prison colony in every iteration of human race
like, Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.